Hi, I am Chitra. I am Madhvi. I am Jyoti. I am Suchitra. Together, we are your hosts on the Edge Podcast. We bring you stories and experiences from our experiments around learning, marketing, and design. These are stories of people, technology, and people interacting through technology. Of what we see, create, and recommend. What the human being is best at doing is interpreting all new information so that their prior conclusions remain intact, said Warren Buffett. Evaluating evidence requires a great deal of mental energy, especially when things get complicated or unclear. Our brains prefer to take cognitive shortcuts to save time needed to make decisions, even more so when we are under pressure. Shannon L. Alder's poem illustrates this very well. Read it with sorrow and you will feel hate. Read it with anger and you will feel vengeful. Read it with paranoia and you will feel confusion. Read it with empathy and you will feel compassion. Read it with love and you will feel flattery. Read it with hope and you will feel positive. Read it with humor and you will feel joy. Read it without bias and you will feel peace. Do not read it at all and you will not feel a thing. Hello and welcome to the Edge Podcast. Joining me today in Growing Up a Conversation is Jyoti. Hi Jyoti. Hi Suchitra. Welcome back to another episode of the Rarely Rational series. Today we are going to discuss something that's quite common with all of us. Let me start with a question Jyoti. Do you watch cricket matches? Oh yes, a big fan of cricket. Off late I have reduced a little maybe because of increase. Uh, mommy duties but otherwise yes hands down cricket fan yeah who doesn't love cricket as always the IPL matches keeps happening and some of the other cups keeps going on it's always interesting to see our favorite teams amazing performances at the same time when there are some mistakes we have some faltu superstitions also right oh my goodness why did this happen if he had sat in this place he would have hit a six or our favorite person would have just uh, did chowka over chowka if he had had a coffee. I think a lot of us have this uh, kind of, I would not call superstition, a kind of belief though, when we are into some matches like this. I recently saw an advertisement that's very similar to what we were talking now. Whenever the lady sips a cup of coffee, the Indian cricketer hits a six or four and as the coffee is over, a player gets out. The guy next to her immediately runs and makes her a cup of coffee to ensure that the team wins. And as she sips a cup of coffee, the team wins. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of such beliefs, even amongst the players who think their gloves, their locket or some photo or some bag. Handkerchief might, in their pocket. <laughs> yeah, that might really help them win the match. What do you think of such superstitions, Jyoti? What is your opinion on that? Our brains usually think in stereotypes and they make these quick or snap judgments. In case of superstitions, we find simple cause and effect outcomes. Superstitions always build on something called confirmation bias. More the outcomes are favoring you, the more belief increases on that. I totally agree, Jyoti. Other such thoughts or notion that we have generally whenever we see a match or say we were discussing about the IPLs, right? If our favorite team loses or our favorite player gets out, we get into a notion or idea that it's the umpire who has made a wrong decision. 
and we just believe blindly that he was partial to a team and we strongly believe that our favorite team is always right and they can't make any mistakes we mm-hmm. always have a belief and we stick to that belief and anything that happens against that belief we presume that it's wrong i'm sure we have discussed so much about the beliefs the facts and what we actually think is right in the last episode of our rarely rational series we discussed about the fomo the fear of missing out and the positive anecdote to it jomo joy of missing out everyone could have related to in our day to day lives the bias that we are going to talk about in today's episode is confirmation bias by now you would have understood what actually is confirmation bias to an extent but let me put it this way for you to relate to it much more easily we look for some information that supports our pre-existing opinion we start with a view of a particular issue and then search for some informations that supports or confirm our view i'll give you an example if you believe a person is cheating or a lying to you whenever you see that person you will again only look for that which proves this belief to be true or you will convince yourself through irrational thought processes that it must be true that this person will never say any truth to you whenever he tells some stories or any justifications you feel no no this person is lying so you have a preconceived notion or a belief that this is what it is and you will not come out of that judgment what are your thoughts on it jyoti i think we have a tendency to confirm existing beliefs rather than questioning them or seeking new ones that makes us cherry pick information which supports our ideas subconsciously we already know the conclusion that we want to reach we latch on to the first piece of information we get which aligns with our belief yeah. i remember reading about a book called the little book of stupidity which talks about how uh, human beings are great storytellers we are so good at telling stories about uh, who we are what we do and why we do it and things like that but the problem is often times we are deceiving ourselves in telling these stories and we might not even know it apparently our brains have evolved to make processing of information easy but due to this we sacrifice our rational thinking for simplicity in the attempt of simplifying our world we tend to have these cognitive biases and in this case confirmation bias is more evident when we say uh, read about politics or we encounter people of different demographies or mm-hmm. uh, even selecting articles to read on the internet you would just click on a link in the search results page which will almost reassure your belief true true our brains are hardwired to such judgments and notions we don't do it intentionally but since the brain works that way we tend to believe whatever facts we know are true it is applicable in ux too we encounter this confirmation bias in our day to day lives we also can easily relate to this bias in our workplace and the industry or the user experience topics that we have been discussing say we want to create a food app okay and we need to do a survey to understand the user personas and the requirements better so confirmation bias plays a role while creating a survey too would you believe this conducting a survey is a good way to gather the opinions of a large number of people so in most situations the goal is to get the insight or collect the opinions of others phrasing the questions for such surveys can be very difficult however the researchers may have already formed an opinion regarding the issue 
which can lead to an unconscious bias in how they word the questions. For example, asking a question like, is it easy to find a particular button in the app? The problem might not be with the button. The question is put in a certain way that it suggests an opinion and then ask the respondent to support it. That's not the right approach in phasing when we are collecting data because we end up getting data what we believe is right. Such close-ended questions don't provide any context with the actual experience. We have a notion or a thought already in mind and we will start preparing the survey questions such a way that we want to get the information from the other end or the other person in the way we want it only. And you will end up not collecting the actual data which will help you in building the right app. So survey questions can influence people into giving certain answers. If this is the case, then the study has become invalid due to the confirmation bias. So how do you think confirmation bias has an impact in the UX industry? What you spoke about is a great example of confirmation bias in user research. I also remember uh, reading that research has shown that understanding confirmation bias helps us to distinguish between different viewpoints of users. For example, a percentage of users of a particular product will consider it doubtful. And once product makes the slightest of mistakes, they'll stop using the product thinking that it was bound to happen. On the other hand, we can have like another set of users who are positive about the product from the get-go and are more forgiving even if there are hiccups in the product. This will help us in understanding issues, for example, issues like why uh, users are gradually becoming uh, disappointed with the product or the product quality. So if we don't act upon it and take into account uh, the user's feedback or reaction, we will continue to reassure their belief about the product's declining quality. This way, as uh, UX designers or uh, UX researchers, it's a very good thing to understand fully what confirmation bias is and how it will affect both UX designers as well as how users react to users. using a product based on their beliefs. We'll have to leave out all our preconceived notions or the thoughts that we had or the beliefs that we had. And we need to thoroughly focus on what is the end user requirement. We saw how uh, confirmation bias is affecting UX and uh, user research. There's another term that is out there in the world of social media, a technical term called the filter bubble. Filter bubble is where uh, your search engine ensures that you only see results that you are interested in. That's how when you do a search for uh, any term or any event that happens or any opinion forming kind of phrase, the results that you get is most likely already confirming to your belief or notion. If you and another person search for the same term at the same moment, the internet has its uh, individualized algorithms which can provide uh, results to each of you. Each time you click, you are influencing the subsequent advertisements and news recommendations that are coming your way. This is an interesting term that I thought is a good thing to talk about, especially how uh, confirmation bias is used against us by the tech giants in the world of social media. The term is definitely a very interesting, Jyoti. I think a lot of us experience this filter bubbles. We keep thinking that, oh my goodness, I was just talking about this. How does Google and other websites know that I really intend to buy this? Or I was planning for a holiday and it shows you everything that is related to a holiday and it keeps 
popping up ads that are related to holidays in different places trivago and then make my trip you get a feeling that is somebody stalking me or has somebody inserted some chip in my laptop so that it reads out or hears me yeah, like all these are something we experience in our day to day lives i think there are other such effects that are relevant to the confirmation bias i heard about this halo effect halo effect is a type of bias where you see someone is excellent at one thing so you assume that they are excellent at everything say a member performs extremely well in the team you prove once that you are a superstar so we assume that the person will perform well in every other project and they are a rockstar we have a preconceived notion that once a rockstar always a rockstar getting back to cricket i can think of how one wrong match and kohli is vilified so much yeah. <laughs> see whenever dhoni plays everybody wants to see the god the legend the same thing happened to master blaster sachin tendulkar too in the initial days we always had a thought that okay he is the finisher if dhoni comes he will finish the match and we will take the cup home so in spite of all the ups and downs in the cricketer's life every time dhoni doesn't win the match it's okay see he's a captain cool he will do it next time so that's the kind of thought process you have on a person or you become so judgmental or you have a belief that this person is always a superstar yes exactly cricket can give us so many examples for halo effect <laughs> <laughs> true true contradictory to the halo effect we have something called horns effect also which you were rightly talking about once he is vilified he is always vilified and any uh, time he doesn't play well or he loses a match he is always cornered and you talk all different things about him which is not the good way though the horns effect is the opposite of the halo effect it occurs when you believe someone is bad you see everything they do negatively and you cannot believe that even if the person does good you think he or she has some intention in mind your mind basically doesn't believe that the person can do good things as well so every time you read about a movie or the trend that starts or the hashtag that starts people start believing that recently we had something about the boycott bollywood trends right Bollywood is a great example for this horns effect. One bad movie comes out and everybody wants to boycott all other movies. <laughs> so I think another fallout of confirmation bias is fake news, you know, in social media during covid times social media users have faced overwhelming number of news sources which are questionable in their credibility. Fake news has also taken advantage by Uh, creating sensationalism in the headlines and making false claims readers are so used to see these untrue articles based on perspectives that align with their beliefs and they just blindly uh, share them or repost them that cascades into spreading more and more misinformation totally agree see the, the moment you are in a state of fear and your mind starts believing all these about the covid now we know what actually is covid and how we have gone through that phase but initially when the news was out and everybody was panicking and there was lot of negative things also happening people started believing that this is true just added to their fears and they just believed whatever came their way i think it has a negative part or connotation to it also yeah i think even if we believe we are open minded and we only observe the fact before coming to a conclusion most likely we are falling prey to some bias or the other that said if we know about this confirmation bias and accept what it does 
accept that it exists we can probably make some effort in recognizing what it is and how to work towards being more curious about opposing views and listening what others have to say and why they say it what is your take on avoiding confirmation bias as you rightly said we we'll have to be truly open minded see that is not practically possible in most of the situations even if you want to avoid the confirmation bias since your brain is fine tuned to what you believe and it just wants to see what is the fact it believes i think you shouldn't be judgmental so before believing in any story before believing in any article you just have to understand the situation think through whether it is going to be really true whether it is from a trustworthy source how i can think this in a better way think through what would be the best for that situation and how you can sail through in our earlier episodes also we had discussed about this reinforced storytelling where it puts you into that illusion of truth all these are interlinked brain just believes with the facts and data get the views from everybody read through and then after going through all these articles or what you hear from what you experience don't be judgmental instead see what is the best for that particular situation that will also help us to not be biased to any individual or situation instead it will help us get some clarity how to go about in that situation take a look at both sides of the coins and form more well informed opinions instead of falling prey to confirmation bias i think it's time to pop those filter bubbles so what are you waiting for come out of your perspective and look with a fresh pair of eyes and when you hear or see any information so that you can avoid confirmation bias so this was the episode about the confirmation bias see you in one more episode of the cognitive bias series stay tuned to the edge podcast subscribe to the edge podcast on your favorite podcast channel we are on google itunes spotify stitcher and more if you like this episode please share it with your friends if you have stories to share and want to be featured on our podcast write to us at podcasts@adepticlabs.com at